And, and today's conversation is a, a particularly special one and a regular one. Um, what makes it special is because this is his first appearance of most likely many. Um, a good friend of mine, Adriel Jimenez, yes, um, a contrarian in the very best sense of the word. You know what I'm contrarian, saying? Contrarian, that's fucking funny. Um, and today we're also here with the boy, with the boy Jimmy A.T., you know what I'm saying? Um, these two, I don't think, know each other very well, but I think they're two that need to know each other very well. Yes, Just on a, on a general note, Adriel, I don't know, would you like to introduce yourself to Jimmy? What's up? How's it going, my bro? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a pleasure. You know, we've met definitely a few times, haven't gotten the pleasure to like really chop it up in depth yeah, yeah. yet, but you know, obviously... I'm familiar with what you got going on, and you've been familiar with what I got going on. So, I thought it made sense to put you in, in uh, this conversation. You know what I mean? I appreciate that um, consideration and the appreciation, and you know, just the acknowledgement, um, especially sure. from somebody of your stature. Because, um, to be completely honest and genuine about it, like you know, your work is something I've been a fan of for for a very long time, and um, you know, being able to appreciate the person up close is something yeah. you know definitely a blessing i appreciate that man yeah. jimmy a lot. jimmy what have you appreciated what have, what have you been a fan of from adriel um are you just gassing them to up be, nah 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 to be um <laughs> you know, gonna be precise like on instagram when i first followed adriel it was around the time where i think he was um i think like one of the first things i might have seen was this chair and I sent you a picture about it when I was in living on it. was the, um, I forget what it's called. Yeah, I always the forget Mazda? how to pr pronounce it. I think it's Cobuzier. Cobuzier, yeah. I might yeah. be wrong on the pronunciation, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yahoo, no, no, you know what I'm saying. And it's a chair, it's like, it's made out of like metal beams and it has cushions that just sit into it perfectly. And it's just, you know, they got a small version of like a single and they got a, you mm -hmm. know, a big one. Um... I seen him post that and it was like, what was it like, Adriel Rara Rene Moving Company or something like that? Just, just joking. I forget we we was trolling this shit because I think yeah. at that point like U-Haul had taken like thousands of dollars from me because of how many yeah. times I've rented out U-Hauls and yeah we we was trolling on like yo we on some Moving Company shit like fuck the creative shit that's right. what we on now mm -hmm. and we scooped up them chairs and like I think in New Hampshire from some like antique collector and shit like that. What'd you use those chairs for? I mean, the chair, you, I mean, it's all over, you know, Instagram, you know, we had it as part of like the Ra Ra Renee uh, exhibition and shit, you know, had it in that little room that a lot of people took pictures in yeah. and now they reside in the oh, studio space okay. upstairs, yeah, yeah, you feel yeah, yeah. me? I remember yeah, those chairs. Yeah, the chairs are 20 years old, you know, genuine leather uh -huh. and everybody loves them, you feel me? Whether you a furniture appreciate it or not, niggas love that chair, you yeah. know what I mean? You, you've always been very attentive to detail. Um, even those kind of details where I'm like, I wouldn't even think about that. For sure. Well, what the what the hell made you think of those 20-year-old chairs, bro? Um, yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't know what it was. I mean, at some point, I just started fucking with Antique furniture shit. a bit more. And I don't mean to the sense of like, yo, I, I know the knowledge to the level, like, yo, I could tell you what this chair is or what brand or what designer this is or what year it's from. But just from, like, a, as a designer, like, the appreciation of design and furniture, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You know you know something I've actually, now that I think about, I've always appreciated from your art? Um, you operate in three-dimensional space. Um, mm -hmm. you, 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 you break that down? You take up the whole room, you know? You don't just paint on a, on a canvas. I remember your, your installation however many years ago, um, comfortably numb. Comfortably numb. That's correct. Yeah, when yeah. the gentleman had his that head shit was shaved. How many years ago now? I I don't remember, brother. That shit was years like ago. Like five, man. six. Yeah, like five, six. It was a while ago. I remember cutting up pieces of paper and sticking them onto a wall. Yeah. And then you know what I mean after fifteen minutes I got mad tight and I was like I don't want to do this anymore. Y'all got this. That was a pain in the ass, my it brother. It was. It always is. Yeah. It's never not going to be. You know what I mean? But it's part of the process. Um, why do you operate in three-dimensional space? Why do you do that? Um, because I can't paint, can't draw, ah, I can't okay. write graph and shit like that. So I feel like yeah. I know my brain is just wired to kind of utilize, I guess, objects and shit that already exist in a way That's a very that I don't necessarily need to paint. You feel me? 
experiences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's experiences or it's like, okay. you know, that perfect example, you know, creating an installation with physical material type shit. That was the first time I've done something like mm-hmm. that. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of been my niche to kind of curate things. Interesting. That's funny, man, because, yeah, I always forget that about you. You are one of the most, like, non-artistic creative people I know. And in the sense where, like, you really don't do <laughs> anything an else, put it. but look at the world and then put it together. Like, you know what I'm saying? As far as yeah. I see it, you know, there's no, your medium is not, like, I use a pen and paper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Words. Um, Destiny was on here earlier today, photography. My man got the persona jacket on, you know what I mean? Um... And that, that's very interesting, man, because, like, I've been very um, observant lately about the different ways art is communicative, um, but also very, yeah, I'm going to just start there on the way art is communicative, right? We we speak to each other without words sometimes, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, and you've often managed to convey, like... I don't know what the hell, what the hell you be conveying, bro. Like, honestly, I, I can't totally say I've understood everything you've ever created, Adriel. I feel that. Honestly, I can't say that I've completely understood everything I've created either type shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and you, we've had, like, plenty of back and forth conversations about, like, you know, there's a type of artist who's going to make something because they're like, y'all really want to, there's something I'm trying to say. Like specifically, mm-hmm. you know, and they're very intentional about it. I don't think I necessarily approach things in that way, where it's very that that specific. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I find myself a lot of times just kind of like, in a sense, creating just what comes to mind, and the the reasoning or the definition is kind of like molded afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like kind of yeah, like yeah. pointed out afterwards, for lack of a better phrasing and shit. Uh-huh. It, it's one of those, I forgot who I was talking about. The man been talking about this with you. But there's some things you only, you only understand why you did it after the fact. There's many sure. things you only understand why you did it after the fact. That's not to say that you did it for no reason. It just wasn't at like the front of your mind to begin with. No, no. Some I shit is like, you know, more subconscious and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, comes full circle at the end, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a hell of a it's um it's a process of excavation and discovery. You know what I'm saying? Because you you go down one rabbit hole um and you think you're going one way and then you kind of end up seeing oh there was two roads not one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it just keeps going on and on so you end up back in the same place. Um uh, Jimmy, you got anything? I, I got a question, but... Um, to go back to the little tangent you was on, yeah. about, um, I think what you asked, like, what is it that you try to portray through your art? Yeah. Um, if I'm going to be honest, from what I see and what I take from, from what I've seen so yeah. far, watching Rob Rob Renee hearing the beats from BB, and, yeah. like, um, you know, just the way people was talking, walking, brick walls, all that stuff, like, to me, it felt like he was just portraying the environment around him, but just the most beautiful, beautiful parts of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ghetto sunshine, literally, in itself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, it's like it's like Lawrence after a cloudy day and the sun comes out a tiny bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I understand. You know I feel like, like, those, like those key moments. Type yeah. Shit, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? I feel I like... I see that. I see that. I appreciate that perspective. I definitely see that. I agree with that. I think you and I have shared that in a sense. I think that's why we're friends. Um, like, the hood is a beautiful place. You know what I mean? The hood is a beautiful thing. The hood is a beautiful thing, you know right? What I'm but it's a beautiful you know, it's place. Man. You know what I mean? I, I recall a conversation we had about um, what was the subtitle to Rob Rob Renee to the films? The subtitle of the film was uh, a Black American Tall Tale of Community. Yeah, can you can you tell me what you what you can you tell us here what you told me one day about? Um, I don't know your contemplation on that on that subtitle. To tell you the truth, I don't. I couldn't remember what I what I said to you word for word in that conversation. Given we've had too many conversations, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I think for me, it was more like the perspective that I was coming from. And I think Jimmy kind of hit it on the note as far as like it being a perspective from like an environment around me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And kind of just focusing in on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then let's say, what was your most previous project before that? The previous project before that, I believe. Well, as far as like on that level, I guess, was um, the Hood is a Beautiful Thing campaign. Damn, okay. And when was that? That was, well, we have released the campaign, like the t-shirt and all like the material that went with it, the photography that Mavro did with Gladys's face on it, uh, on one of the tees. Yeah. And um, I believe that was 2020? Damn, okay. Nah, it couldn't have been 2020. It, I forget, but it was Black History Month, February of 2020 or 2021. I'm not sure. It might have been 2021. Okay. Question. But I'm how not you, sure. How do you pace your projects and, like, plan them out? Like, do you take a long time to, like, create a thought and then build off it, or are you the type of person just, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people have different... Creative processes, and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, takes different durations. Yeah, so to answer your question, up until now, I've been very slow with my with my process, and I wouldn't say like um, intentionally slow. Like, yeah, obviously I'm taking my time, but I've looked at both the project we were just talking about, the hood is a beautiful thing. On um, this Rob Robinette project that. Obviously, I don't even think we'll be out digitally by the time this episode is even up. But, you know, people who know will know what we're referring to. Yeah, yeah. It isn't, I, even, it isn't I, even released on, on digital platforms. Nah, right? yeah. not yet type shit. That so was, that was exclusively word of mouth, in theaters. Based off experiences and shit. You were either there it, or you weren't. Exactly. But, yeah, it's been... For me, I've looked at, like, yo, all these projects have taken too, way too long. And I'm trying to... Well, I mean, given I was, like... These were new new things that I was doing type shit. Like, I didn't feel like I was out of my element, yeah. but I was definitely, like, doing things on a larger scale in which I haven't done it before. So I'll give myself that grace. But, like, you, you know, there's that part of me was like, yo, yeah, this took a year. I wish we can do this shit in six months because we wasted too much time. Or too much time went into this. And, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the projects that... Like that, that were like kind of large. It had me kind of separated from other things I had going on, and I'm trying to get to a point one where I could complete something upscale in a much shorter time, and with not less. I wouldn't want to say like less effort, but like it's less disruptive. What you mean? Like it's it's less impact on your regular day life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nah, man. So personal and like creative. Like, I could be working on a big project, but still be pumping out shit on the side. You know what I mean? Okay. How have you felt? Because um, that's something that I think we've been in discussing a lot lately about yeah. it, sort of how we turn our creative outlets into to monetary um, resource. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, like, that's not just, like, I guess money talk, but also time. Because yeah. um, what you really... I'm hearing like efficiency. I'm hearing like operationalizing shit like that. Yeah. You know, making shit as optimal as possible, right? Because yeah. that's sort of like, I don't know. I, I think I, I saw. I think it was a conversation between Stephen King and um, George R. R. Martin. Okay. Like the difference between a pro and an amateur is not um, necessarily who's published or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could be, um, you could have a movie in Hollywood or whatever, and still be an amateur according to Stephen King. Um, because it has more to do has more to do with the consistency and the, the dedication and to say that like you see George R. R. Martin, bro, he didn't even finish the books. The movie the the whatever the series finished before the books did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um and that's cause he was like a little free willy about it. You know what I mean? A little too free form. Um and you you let it how do you balance like the natural growth of an artistic idea with like the deliberate um, planning and intention, you know what I'm saying? Because Rob Robert Renee, like it was a fun idea, but you like 
Y'all weren't gonna take more than a year, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, and we essentially we essentially did, but given there was so much going on, though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, did, yeah. we weren't only like working on this film project, but I'm like, yo, we also gotta be thinking about the experience. When then we, you know, we did the gallery, mm-hmm. those th- the, those three nights at Concept Six. You know, shout out the Concept Six team, shout out Matthew, shout out Key Jump. So, you know, I mean, you know, it's get, going into it, Stalin was, was already letting me know, like, you're doing too much, you're crazy, you feel me? We trying to still do the film, plotting the gallery, the film ain't done and all that shit. So given, I think, I think she would, yeah, she would have been done in a short amount of time if less things had to be worried about, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's just way too many moving pieces. What did you, way too many. What did you learn from that experience, like, overall? Um, I, I honestly, I feel like I learned a lot in part of that experience. Um, one of them, which I think has always been a given is you can't do something to, to that scale alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you need to have people around you that you can trust. And I don't necessarily mean on a personal level, you know what I'm saying? Like I could trust this person, my deepest, darkest secrets and shit, but more like this is the task at hand. And you have shown me, based like you know, ex- you get the job done exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm very, <laughs> I approach it like on on like experience based learning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going off like yo, you show me you're capable of this, so now I trust you to be able to you know to do that. So I think that that's a major thing. I think communication within that is super important. What were what were some struggles in communication actually? Um, it's hard to like specify off the top of my mind right now. I know like I think when we was in it, I was like going more through those motions and shit like that. I feel like mm. one of the things that it's not necessarily just a communications issue. I think it's just like a, a expectation issue. Damn. I think you know, I think I put a bit too much expectation on some of the peers around me like working on this project and that's not fair you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so to bring it back to communication I think early on it's very important to kind of like maybe map out exactly what this is going to look like and entail Mm -hmm. and communicate with those peers around you it's like Yo, this is, as far as we're going to take it, how much do you want to be involved? How much can you be involved? And stuff like that, you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely got to points where I myself, where I'm like, yo, nigga, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You so if I felt like that, so and I'm needing this shit, nigga, I know <laughs> everybody else must have felt like that at some point in time. You know what I mean? Is that, um, I'm, I, think, I think we met when... When you were like 16 and I was like 15, probably. Maybe at Movement City. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, yo, did you ever see yourself um, being a leader in this type of way? Um, Yeah, I would say so. Damn. Tell me about that. I mean, given I still, I feel like I'm very long ways away from being a good leader. Mm-hmm. And not, I'm not saying that's what I'm thriving to be. You I'm don't want to be the it, one in charge, but... Yeah, I ha- I have a very, like... What's the phrase that I'm looking for? Like, a part of me was like, yo, I, there's the benefit of, of leading and taking charge and being in control. And I feel like, at times, I trust myself to be in that position. But there are, like, negatives that come with it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got to be annoying mm-hmm. and be on okay. niggas' ass. You feel me? Yeah. And I hate, bro, I hate that shit. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I hate that shit, you know what I'm saying? It's a hard thing to do. And it's something that you gotta, if you're gonna play that role, it is something you gotta put up with. And mm-hmm. whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, um, damn, I lost my point. Nah, man, you were talking oh, about... Oh, to the point you had asked me yeah, for, yeah. if I seen... Well, I think, not necessarily to the role of being a leader, but I think early on there were moments... 
where I just saw myself as, I don't know, the person to connect the dots or to have like that bigger, that bigger vision and, you you know, be able to, you know, take the things around me and kind of put it together type mm-hmm. of shit. Okay. Like very early on type shit. Um, you know, even when I had started making music with the homies in like 2011, and that's a very long time. I mean, we weren't making good music. This shit was terrible. We were just kids and shit. I remember. Already at that time, I'm like, yo, this should be the name of the group. This is, you know, this is what we should do. Mm-hmm. We should, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I think back now, and I feel like I could see how that and more moments like that over time kind of came to this and where it could go if I want to take it there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Did, did that involve, um, yeah, man, how has your relationship with your ego evolved? You know, I, I only, I bring I that up. I appreciate you asking that. I bring that up, man. You know, one of the, the, the hardest hitting pieces of advice I got was from a man named Pete Peterson. Love this dude. What's his name? His name is Pete Peterson. This is a real man? He's a real person. That sounds like a made up name. I'm just letting like, you know right now. He's a real person. This Pete is a, Peterson? This man is a G, bro. All right, man. Shout a, out Pete Peterson. A if thousand you, if you're listening bro. to this, Pete I'm, I'm going to send it to him, bro. I swear. Shout out bro. Pete Peterson, man. That's my guy, man. You know, he, 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 it, it was like a real slap in the face, but in the best possible way. He was like, yo, you got to make sure you check your ego, especially at this age, right? For sure. And 100%. I, you and I have talked about ego, but in the in the circumstances in which I was being told this, you know, when you when you're you a hungry guy as much as I am, I think, um, because I was also like an eleven year old saying, "I right, this is what the name of our group is gonna be," like <laughs> you, you know what I'm mean? saying, yeah. like that's that's something uh, um you know some people go through, man, you know. And, like, from a very early age, too, you know, I felt um, not like I wanted to be president of the world and stuff, but, like, when... Oh, just to, like, to know, in fifth grade, for some odd reason... You was class president? No, I really I really wanted to be president of the United States on some weird Yo, shit. Yo, Adriel for president, 20... On some 20, weird 20, shit, 2024, man, Adriel oh, for president, you know what I'm saying? No, you gotta be, like, 35, dude. Man, fuck that. We bring the age number down or whatever. You heard? But on some weird shit, like in my fifth grade teacher, whatever her name was, Mrs. Newell or Miss George, one of them, they'll tell you. You want to be Mr. I wanted president? To, I wanted to be president. I don't know why. You said that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Even as a child, when you want um, those things, like mm-hmm. when you when you want to be president, when you want to put your name on or make the name, say this is the group of the name or you want to leave the reins on something. Yeah. Right there is like one of the first instances of ego. Like, you know what I'm saying? That I, I see as a youth, right? And it's sort of like you cultivate that. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? You live with that. Um, and I know I live with that. I try to be as humble as possible. But I, I be going off sometimes for no reason. Humble's cool, but humble's not great either. Tell me about that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up ego and shit because... I mean, again, I feel like we're going to hit mad points in this conversation that we've already hit through text conversations. I mean, so when it comes to ego, you know, I don't necessarily subscribe to that idea that ego is inherently negative. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think ego is necessary. And I think, I mean, we could look in real life at examples of people without ego. And I think those are like, you know, kind of, you know, those are very negative <laughs> examples. I think the lack of ego brings room for insecurity. What mm-hmm. ego is, Google definition, is a sense of self. Everybody needs to have a sense of self, a yeah. grounded sense of self. You need to be grounded in your sense of self. And don't get me wrong, an inflated ego or an ego that you're not in control of is also bad. You know what I mean? I feel like, and given this is just my perspective, I'm not saying this is the truth or none of that, so take it with a grain of salt. What people perceive to be as like, yo, this is negative and I'm attributing it to ego, I think they got it confused and it's either 
an inflated ego. You see, arrogance, not. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. An ego that's not in control, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or it's insecurity. It's that. Because I look at ego and emotion kind of similarly, where it's like, if you're not in control of your emotions, those can take you to a bad place. Mm -hmm. But if you're grounded and you're controlling your emotions, emotions are natural. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. They're a natural part of the human existence and the human experience. So is ego. You just mm -hmm. got to be in control of it. That's so that's very interesting. You know what I mean? It's necessary. That's that's my point of view on it. Remind me of something. Um, I don't know if I said this before in the pod, man, but the Buddhist... I don't know if it was the Buddhist. Someone said that um, the English word for destruction has a different like uh, connotation in mm. whatever language is associated with Buddhism. I'm not actually that educated <laughs> thank you my man um and essentially it's just a different concept of destruction where it's more what we at least in the west think of destruction as like almost annihilation yeah like i at least that's what i what i literally think when i hear the word destruction yeah someone said that um in the east it's more attuned to dissolution um to say dissolving that something is dissolving okay um so the destruction of the ego is really the dissolving of the ego. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's sort of like when you mix sugar and water, like the sugar doesn't go away. You know what I'm saying? It actually just changed the consistency of the coffee, of the water. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do you feel art was involved in your individuation process? Um, Are you the artsy one in your family? I mean, I think that that's fair to say. I don't think there's no. Well, I have a very large family. <laughs> that's right, y'all. As I said, that was like, a bachatero, so like. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, my dad was a bachatero. Um, yeah, my dad was a, you know, plays the trumpet, writes music, and I mean like sheet music, like you know what I'm saying, could literally compose music. You know what I'm saying? He's been the orchestra of a few bands and shit like that. Music is the reason. You know, I mean, my family was able to come to America. I mean, shout out my dad. You know, it's his birthday today, 81 years old. Shouts, shouts, pops. <laughs> you heard? And, um, yeah, so I can, yeah, so that's the, I feel like, I mean, it's music, you know what I'm saying? So it's considered artsy and, like, he literally brought a generation to a whole nother country and created a new life just off music, you feel me? How, how'd you go? Now I remember, man, you was a rapper too. I still got verses. You still got verses? <laughs> it would never be the main thing. I feel you. I be wanting to do too much. And I don't think, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I don't see myself being in the place where like, yo, music is my number one thing. You feel me? I feel you. I feel you. I moved away from that as well. And I really just stuck to the writing stuff, man. How do you, know what you saying? But you still gonna rap here and there, you know what I'm saying? It's, I got it's part of us. I got bars coming out of my, my cheeks, son. You know that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's part of us. Wow. Um, nah, but I, I wanna ask, because it, you know, Rob Rob Renee, you know, it was it was like jazz inspired. And yeah. honestly, it was not hip hop inspired at all. And and that felt jazz dominant, brother. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, because it's not just the music with the clothes, mm -hmm. everything about that felt very old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, why were you going in that direction? Yeah, I don't know specifically why I decided to go in the di direction. I think. Tell us about it. That it's more like thinking about how I got to that direction. I guess you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, if I can think of the number one thing that sparked the overall aesthetic of, like, the film and that, you know, goes from, like, the visuals to the actual styling, I'm giving, there was a, a million things that went into it, but the number one thing, which is, once you, if you pick up the book that I'm going to refer to, you're going to see it, um, Jamel Shabazz, the photographer from New York, you know what I'm saying, legend. Um, he has his book back in the 90s or maybe back in the 80s. <laughs> I know why in this moment I can't 
forgot which one. Um, but yeah, I had the old old idea for a film. You know, there's a dude doing a local film festival out here, right? And I had that idea of a group of four characters. I remember that years idea. ago, and I'm like, yo, they're gonna be dressed like this, you know? Like That's the, right. Like the dudes in this book. That's right. And I, you know, I, I tend to a lot reappropriate ideas I had in the past that I didn't end up using, mm-hmm. and kind of like redevelop them, type shit like that. That was one of those moments, given. That shit fucking spun into a whole completely different thing, but that's kind of like where it started. So, you know, I had that starting point. So, like, yeah, the photography in that book, how dudes was dressed at that time, just how, like, Jamal Shabazz captured dudes at, at that time. Yeah. That's how I got there. That's how you the got why there. The why I got there is almost the why don't even matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? The why don't even matter like that, honestly. Mm-hmm. The why is always the most interesting thing, I feel like, when it comes to creatives. Because a lot of people got different whys. And the why, like, for sure. Having an answer to why could do a lot for you. It could put a lot of fuel in your engine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of fuel in your tank. I mean, like, as a creative, why, I agree. Do you, why do you choose to, like, or what? I forgot. You know what I'm saying? What's the, I forgot what the question is. Like, what do you, what, like... I got you, I got you. Yeah. Because I think, you know. I think the best, because it's, it's a hard, you, it's an investigation. Figuring out an artist why <laughs> is. is a goddamn investigation. I'm a, um, you know, that's why I would say I'm more analytical than I think I am necessarily creative. Because I'm, I'm actually really good. I think I might make a really good detective one day. Um um, I also wanted to be a lawyer at some point. I'm also I'm debating plug that law back in. at the moment. Um, but what problem do you feel your art is trying to solve? You see, yeah, this is, you know, going back to one of the conversations that we've already had. You know, I honestly don't know. Nah, my brother. And I know that sounds like a cop out of a question. I don't think that I've ever. So the reason I, I answer in that way is because I don't, I can't recall a time where I've seen a problem. Well, right? it's not it's not necessarily like you, you just, know what I'm you saying? just and see I'm the like, problem and like you I was like oh okay I'm gonna. Well, well, I can't necessarily tie back something that I've created to like answering a problem. The only one thing that has been consistent in my work and I guess what I do will continue to do hopefully um it's just bridging the gap between you know what i'm saying just you know that just access between things that already exist you know what i'm saying like i look at some of the things i've done you know what i'm saying like that you know the rob rob renee project and i'm the only dude and this isn't the ego talking it's just like to further my point all those people who were involved, all the different kinds of people who were involved, all the different kinds of people who came through to support and experience that and stood in that same room. If it wasn't me who put it together, all, all those different kinds of people from different walks of life couldn't exist in that in that same, same space, you know what I mean? That's and that's just been the common thread between all I've done, between everything that I've done. That, I remember, um, you know what I mean? It was, I was at my crib and I linked up with two people from Brockton, another person from Dorchester, and he came from Providence, and we all linked up just to go see Brockton and all those locations just to go see the film. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Maybe three weekends in a row. And I know you know you. I was there for one. <laughs> I was there all three days. Which I appreciate you coming out all three times and shit. You know, like, yeah, and I don't know if that's necessarily solving some sort of problem type shit, but I know I feel like since. I'd be younger. I'm not the most, like, sociable person. I mean, I think I'm awkward, you know, in, in a way maybe some people don't, like, see, like I see. But, yo, I was just always cool with, like, all the all different kinds of people. <laughs> and for better or for worse, I would always try to bring those people together. You know what I mean? So here's a question, I suppose. Cause I'll make some shit up right now. Here, you know what? And I want you to tell me how you how you think of this analysis. Ah, right, cool. Rob Rob Renee is an attempt to understand nostalgia in the present day. 
because you enter this weird space. Okay. These people are wearing very old clothes. They're not in an old place. Mm-hmm. They're in our hood right now. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. this is like a modern design and all this whatnot. Yeah. And this whole time, everybody is doesn't know necessarily what to make of these Rob Rob Renee bags because who's the, who's the seller of these bags? Are the advertiser, the 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 the, the sleek slick talking, you know what I mean? Cool guy with the. Are oh, you cool talking about like the main scene and shit? Yeah. Well, not the main scene, the first scene. What's his name? Uh, Q. Q. Yeah, yeah, Q. Portrayed by Raphael on two row Shabazz and shit. Shout out to homie and shit, man. Yeah. So you have this, like, you got this suspicious ass character who is clearly, like, doing dirt because you got him, like, trying to finesse the young guys at the beginning. Yeah. And you got his shorty on the phone. You know, complaining at him. Not even complaining. He did her dirty. Um, if I recall correctly, it was funny. She's complaining on the phone. You took my bag. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Um, and then the third shot was just beautiful. Because then you got the young man. You got a song. You just got him on the bike with tunes in the back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, going through the hood just, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Making um, deliveries and shit. So, like, you know, man, you say you you don't have no problem, but this is why I don't believe you, brother, because I, I, I feel like I maybe I am projecting here, right? But it's sort of you go from the hood is a beautiful thing to a, a black American tale. Um, and and then what was the rest of it? Like, in the hood, right? Tall tale community. A tall tale of community. Yeah. What is, um, what is this emphasis on community for you? Cause you see, that's that's why I don't believe you when you don't say there's a problem. Because yeah. it's like you can't. You could be talking about mother motherfucking dinosaurs, brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's. It's like why am I not making shit about dinosaurs? Yeah. Why am I making shit about it is just as important what you don't say as it is what you do say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So why why don't you say something else? You know what I'm saying? Um, and no, and just sticking to that community question though. Yeah. Like, well, what is that? Why is that important to you? Like, why does that keep coming across, man? Yo, if I give you the answer that I want to give you right now, you're not going to be happy with it. Damn, son. Because I want to say I don't know. <laughs> Take a guess. I, I got to, yeah, I got to, like, really ponder on it for a moment. Take a second, bro. You know, bro. You know, like. Speak, my brother. I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, I can speak for some of the people I was with. We go to these um, creative events. Yeah. And, you know, we might come after a stressful day or, like, um, you know, we was trying to create something ourselves and we just, you know, we wasn't, we didn't find the right thought or the right, like, nail to hit. Yeah. And sometimes one of these events and seeing the great work of others, like, you solve problems for others by inspiring them. And yeah. people might leave there a different person, you know? So impacting others and just in that, um, I don't know what the word is in that effective way it's like you you solve problems for others that you don't even know exist sometimes mm-hmm. so you know just being able to do that for people even if you don't know you're doing it like you said um what's not said is just as important as what's said you know mm-hmm. so that's definitely um there's definitely a lot of problems being solved a lot of solutions being made and um, yeah. a lot of inspiration moving forward so that you know people don't have the same problems that they had before you know Mm-hmm. No man, you know, and think about like creativity and art as problem solving. Is that yeah? Again, sometimes you don't necessarily know what the hell you're doing. That like you don't necessarily know that you're solving a problem. Um, yeah. But I I find I find that um and because the thing is that like the problems aren't always obvious to us. For example, like why is like trap music fun for people? Cause their lives are probably really boring, mm. <laughs> and trap music is mad fun. Mm. Um, two chains, pretty girls love trap music. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a lie, bro. I love trap music. I ain't a pretty girl. You, the grills on, yo, flash the grills real quick, bro. Cause this is hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, you know what I mean? Um, but like, for example, that's a problem. And yeah. I bet you that the artists making it, they're just having fun too, and they don't even know they're solving a problem. Because yeah, like I feel you like know. that's kind of how I feel. I'm not, you know, like at least that I could pinpoint. And given this might change as I mature and I and I grow, 
Um, yeah, like, like back to what I said, I don't know that there is a problem that I've intentionally sought out to like kind of, to kind of like answer for mm-hmm. with, with what I've created. But it's, yeah, I guess you put it in perspective and what you um, mentioned as well, Jimmy. Community does play a part in that. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, both those... Pro- a lot of even what I said, breaking it down, does have to do with community because we're talking about people here. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We're talking about the connection between people and shit like that. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I felt as if something in me was always able to, like, kind of bring people together, even if I personally don't feel a part of that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm a very, you know, isolated person type shit. Yeah. I guess, yeah. like, emotionally or however you want to break it down type Your shit. old rap name was Too Distant. Too Distant, baby. <laughs> don't forget the baby. You know what I'm saying? I remember that shit. I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? But even in creating moments where I bring people together, I still, I, I could bring people together and feel disconnected from it. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's for the sake of what I, what I did it for. Like, if I'm able to link these brothers up and then I'll never speak to them again and shit, it's kind of like, it might be for the better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy, what do you feel his art has provided for you, my brother, as a fan? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what pro- did, did he solve a problem for you? Or like you know, is there anything? I think cause I think that's what inspiration is. By the way, actually, it's that moment where you get the solution to a problem you didn't know was a problem. Like, mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I like that. I like the way you brought that's that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you feel me? Bring it back to like how I started the conversation when we was introducing ourselves to yeah. each other. Um. After the chairs, I was gonna go into like that's like um, maybe prior right during like the Rob Robin introduction. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a he showcased Excuse a lot me. of the production. Like, like he was posting like some pictures of like the Adobe um, screen or something like that, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And like, one thing you did for me was um, you bridged the gap between thought and execution. Mm. You know, you showed me that it's um, it's not like a baby step that you got to take that way. It's a couple baby steps in between, and it's yeah. something you build over time. And um. Seeing you do it over time and not, um, I guess, maybe you didn't show it, but it never seemed like you was like, um, real like panicking. You know what I'm saying? But thinking, yeah, of, I'm a very, I'm a very calm dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I was panicking though. The fact that you could see it that way, and then like I'm here telling you, like it is a little different, but it's good to know, like to see how like other people perceive it, type shit. Yo, we we gonna wrap up the conversation a little bit, yo. It's me and Angel be talking a lot. It's getting late. Your boy tired, but I don't want to just like end it, end it type of shit, yo. I will. Let's get two last questions in, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yo. From we each go- of y'all, and then you know, take it from there, type of shit, man. Cause we gonna run the podcast back. And it eventually is gonna be a little less formally too, cause this is just a little little breakdown on some artistic stuff, man. Cause usually me and Adriel be talking about a lot of stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, yo, yo, Jimmy, any anything, yo, Adriel too. You wanna ask us anything, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did want to ask Jimmy a question. Also, I noticed we went this whole episode without like referring to me as Ghetto Sunshine and shit. <laughs> Y'all here? Oh, is that you what know, you my- wanted? Government name. I mean, I just how you know how some folks know me off the gram. It's just we gotta plug that in somewhere. Yeah, yo, check my man out on Ghetto <laughs> Sunshine. By the time this episode go up, also the website is probably gonna be up. It's already up. So what website? The, the Ghetto Sunshine website. Oh, it's not. Nah, it's not gonna be up by then. It's not gonna be up by March. Nah, maybe not. I don't know. Lord it's just me. gonna be the portfolio type shit. It's not like a website. Website. Ah, uh, yeah. We we gonna see, man. We gonna see. We gonna build, man. But yo, yeah, yo. But yeah, the question I have for you, as someone who appreciates the work that I've done, what would you like to see from me next, or what is something you'd like to see me do next? Man, that's a tough question. Um, I'm about to go with it. Take your time, man. You feel me? Yeah, <laughs> you don't rush, man. 
I got an answer, yo. Oh, yeah, then you got a question for that, too. Nah, man, it's not really a, a, a question. I mean, an answer, my fault. Yeah, it's an answer. Um, I want to see, like, a, 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 um, a deliberate Adriel project. A deliberate Adriel yeah, project? Yeah. Break that down. What you so, mean as you described it in the past, right? You know what I mean? I, not even in the past. In the past hour. <laughs> um, you know, you have not like a, like a willy-nilly kind of like framework, man. But, you know, talking about I want to see Adriel sit down and write a whole story. You know what I'm saying? Like, a plot. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and I want you to solve, like, a problem in it. Even if, like, I don't even... Even I can't figure it out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because we'd be watching movies and stuff, reading books, and, like, I don't know what happened. Only the author knows why they were doing what they were doing. Yeah. But I don't care. It was amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I only say that because your work has been um, been great and amazing so far. Yeah. And I feel like the next... that, man. The next step... And like all, because there's always a next step in artistic growth, right? Yeah. Is is like the deliberate, like like you know you know how to do it, like you know how to do it now, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like in a lot of ways, you know how to do a lot of things, right? Yeah. Now, how do you direct all those skills, and ab- and abilities and knowledge, um, in a directed fashion? Like I'm recalling my conversation with Gladys last weekend about how. You know, when I when I first got into writing, I didn't think it was actually when I first got into creative writing, I didn't think it was going to be as technical as it was going to be. Mm. And what I found was that I had to actually do mad trial and errors and go through hella um like simulations and create my own rah rah Renees that were nowhere near as, you know, yeah. like publicly successful. You know, I had to go through my own um the hood was a beautiful thing. My own death um, before design. Death my, after design. Death after yeah. design. You see, I'm messing up my, my proposition right there. But you it's know what I'm saying? I had to go through a whole bunch of those yeah. to then figure out, like, okay, this this is how you, this is kind of how you do it. I get the general idea. Yeah. And then I figured out my problem. And I, this is the way I've always broke down the problem. Broke down the problem on the last podcast, I think. One of the last podcasts, but... Everyone's always saying, man, they shit, but nobody asking why. Mm. I didn't know that that's what I was trying to figure out, but it was yeah. sort of like, once I realized, you know, all my characters are male, all my characters are dealing with, you know, toxic behaviors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to figure out what, 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 what it's like to be a dude, you know what I'm saying, in today's age. It often seems hostile to dudes and to men, you know what I'm saying? Um... But yeah, like I'm not what I want to see from Adriel next <clears throat> is like a step in in the that that more deliberate direction. Even if it's after the fact, once you once you have it, like rebuilding on that. Cause like once I figured out what I was actually doing, the project at the beginning looked very different than the project at the yeah. end. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, yeah, cause you got more power at that point. Cause you can got yeah. into it more when. You- more intentional. I think that's that's the power in being uh, intentional when creating this shit. Yeah, and you've done you've honestly done phenomenal work without necessarily seizing that power. And I think that's evidence that once you do, it's a home run. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't wait. Appreciate I can't wait to that. see that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Whatever man, that it, is, it's definitely something I'll take on, man. I don't know what that problem is gonna be, or you know. How it's gonna be answered and shit like that. What mm-hmm. what, what it'll be, what it'll look like, but it's doable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's doable, I'm sure. To answer the question you asked me, I'm gonna go with interior design. Ah, I like that. That's a better answer. I like that. I'm not gonna lie, just Actually, on. I love that. <laughs> I'm always on IG and like my IG, bro, is filled with like my explore page, my suggested posts is filled with like if it's not clothes or like. Soccer, basketball, it's, it's always furniture. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, if it's half the posts I see, you either like them or, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Hood Century Modern or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, those. Oh, yeah. Shout out Hood, hood, hood 
mid-century modern on Instagram. Yeah. I believe the dude's name is Coop. I, I was able to build him to DM at some point. Yeah, but like, based on that, like, they got some of the best home shots. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Probably. Yeah. I think that might be a different page that, that I'm talking about. But I, I know what page you're talking about, though. Based out of LA, that they sell furniture and shit. They got the, they be having like all the couches outside. Yeah, on the shit like that. Yeah, yeah, like literally outside. Hell yeah. If, if, I got a problem and I'm gonna put an ad out. This this is the problem for you, Adriel. Wait, pause that real quick. Just to plug it in to what I was talking about. You should definitely follow Hood Mid Century Modern on Instagram. Follow Hood Mid Century Modern on Instagram. Yeah, um, and that was. I mean, they could follow him, but that's for you. You you love that page and shit. That's oh, no, one, all yeah. you do is one of my favorite mm-hmm. Insta- Instagrams type shit. They got the yeah. architectural flashcards. I got upstairs at the studio. Yeah, well, they doing amazing they work over there. Yeah, yeah, it is something that they sell. I'll, I'll show you and shit. The next problem phase, real. You used to make fly clothes, and then you made fly movies. My brother, I got it. I got it. <laughs> How do you revolutionize the movie watching experience? Talk about an interior design project. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause low key, like that's a, that's another thing I've always took out your book. Again, you've always considered space. Like you always think about how people experience the space around them, right? You know what I'm saying? Sure. And you know that's just one off it, bro. You figure out something better, but like, man, yo, comfortable living is a problem, brother. You know what I'm saying? Feng shui, workspace, like that. Those are problems, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you got a problem out there that you want Adriel to solve, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Leave a, leave a comment, you know what I'm saying? Holler at us, hit him on, blow up his DMs, oh, Ghetto me, Sunshine. Man. You know what I'm saying? Problems, problem solving, Ghetto Sunshine on Instagram. We're and changing the ad name. He's solving problems now. He's solving shit. problems. And it's S-O-N, not S-U-N. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. I get words. I get messed up by that all the time. I'll be looking at it, looking up his thing to show people and I'll be asking you. But that that's definitely something I'm interested in type shit. I don't I don't know how I could you know what I'm saying, or how I'm approach that necessarily type shit. But man, I I'll be looking at pieces and I really appreciate pieces from a design perspective. I think I just need to do more like the knowledge per se as far like what goes into interior design, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying, you know, got got space that I share with the homies, and you know I'm looking to to furnish the fuck out that shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that yeah. that that's a project in itself. So wish me luck on that. You know, what uh, I'm yo, saying? next project for eight, for for Ghetto Sunshine Interior Design. You know what I'm saying. Problem solving. Ah uh, yo, until next time, yo. That's a wrap.